Hello and welcome to another week on the Injury Report. I'm your host, Lee, with the Big 3 IDP. We've got a lot of injury news to cover here. New guys popping up on the IR. Big name players on both sides of the ball being ruled out. Questionable. So we'll run through these, dissect the information, and keep you informed so you can make those adjustments you need to optimize your lineup. So we'll start off here checking out new players that were added to the IR. First, we got Le'Veon Bell running back for the Jets with that hamstring he was added. Marlon Mack, running back for the Colts, added to the IR with that torn Achilles. Good news, he had successful surgery yesterday, so look for him next year. He's not going to be coming back this year. Blake Jarwin, tied in for the Cowboys, got that IR designation for that torn ACL against the Rams last week. Denzel Mims, wide receiver for the Jets, who are just getting hammered with injuries. He's on the IR for that hamstring. David Njoku, tight end for the Browns, popped up on the IR with a knee injury. Of course, Debo Samuel, who we didn't really see coming into the IR, got that designation. Wide receiver for the 49ers with that foot injury he sustained since before camp. And finally, Thursday, CJ Uzama with that Achilles tear again, tight end for the Bengals. He was looking good, caught that touchdown, but unfortunately his season will be over. Um, Planning to have surgery there, so he'll be on the IR for the rest of the year. Looking at the defensive side of the ball now, Leighton Vander Esch, linebacker for the Cowboys. He had that broken collarbone again sustained during his game with the Rams. Blake Cashman found himself on the IR for the Jets again. He had a groin injury. Von Miller, who we hit on last week with that ankle injury, landed officially on the IR this week. And then Drew Tranquil with that nasty leg injury found himself on the IR as well. Next, we'll look into players who were ruled out for this coming week. First, we've got Michael Thomas out with that high ankle sprain. Um, given that it's a high ankle sprain, he's likely to miss multiple weeks. It's a pretty high risk for, for re-injury. Generally, high ankle sprains affect the ligaments that hold the tibia and the fibula together. That's worse than a low ankle sprain. Low ankle sprains usually have some stretching of the connective tissues within the ankle joint, so you definitely don't want to mess with a high ankle sprain, especially if it's your star wide receiver like Michael Thomas. Look for him to miss multiple weeks just to make sure he's 100% and ready to go. Up next, wide receiver A.J. Brown for the Titans. He's out this week with a bone bruise. Bone bruises sound like they're not a big deal, but they're pretty nasty. They're right under a bone fracture, kind of if you're if you're leveling it out between a bone bruise, bone fracture, and then finally that break. Look for him to miss multiple weeks as they are extremely painful and take time to heal. Like we said, they don't want to rush him back. They've got Corey Davis under him who will take over those reps. So look for him to miss multiple weeks as he's their star wide receiver. They don't want to rush him back either. Kenny Galladay was ruled out for this coming week with that hamstring injury. Told you to pay attention to the beginning of the week there. He missed Wednesday and Thursday, which is never a good sign. I believe he was limited yesterday, but that's not enough to get him out there. He's officially ruled out. Again, pay attention to that next week. Philip Lindsay, the undrafted hometown star running back, set to miss multiple weeks here with a turf toe injury. A lot of people have heard of a turf toe. Not a lot of people are really familiar with what it is exactly, so we'll jump into it a bit here. Turf toe is a sprain in the main joint of your big toe, which means it hurts to push off, sprint, cut, burst, stuff like that. So like we said, he's likely to miss multiple weeks. I don't think there's necessarily a need for them to rush him back just because Melvin Gordon did look good last week. So look for Philip Lindsay to miss multiple weeks here. Next up, star tight end George Kittle set to miss this week for the 49ers with that knee hyperextension. We did see him come back in the second half of last week, although he was pretty unproductive. It seemed to be bothering him a lot. 
They don't want to rush their star guy back, especially when he's the main part of that offense. Hyperextensions lead to a lot of instability, so if you're not really feeling good, you're not going to be able to, to be as effective as you normally would. And if you do rush those back, that instability a lot of times can lead to further tears, so they don't want to rush their guy back here. Not too many reports for George Kittle coming out this week. He didn't practice all week. If he does practice next week, it'll likely be limited all week. There's a chance he does play next week, so keep an eye on the injury reports, the practice reports throughout the week, but I'm not going to be surprised if they do decide to hold him out next week. Jamison Crowder confirmed out this week, wide receiver for the Jets, who are, again, just getting plagued with injuries. It looked like he tweaked that hamstring on that long touchdown catch and run last week. I would pay attention to the injury reports, the practice reports next week to see what's going going on there. As we know, hamstrings can be pretty tricky. Last two notables on offense here, tight end Jack Doyle confirmed out with an ankle and knee injury. And of course, Alshon Jeffrey, again, still hasn't played this season. He's out again with a foot injury. Flipping over to the defensive side of the ball here, not a lot going on this week. There's only three notable confirmed out players. Bills linebackers, Matt Milano with that hamstring and Tremaine Edmonds with that shoulder I don't believe Matt Milano practiced at all this week with that hamstring, but Tremaine Edmonds logged some limited practices this week with the possibility of suiting up next week. Monitor both of those two going into next week. And then Kenny Clark out with the groin injury. Hasn't practiced. Look for week three here. That's it for players who were ruled out. Next up, we'll look at the only doubtful player for this week, which is wide receiver Chris Godwin for the Bucks. was in concussion protocol. He's still having symptoms after 72 hours, which is never good. He'll miss this week. Keep an eye on his status for next week. Next up, quite a few players who are questionable this week. We'll start off with wide receiver Broncos, Cortland Sutton, who's trending up right now. He was limited all week after not practicing last week. Um, Even if he is out there, he's a big high risk. He won't be 100%, especially at Since he's playing that good Steelers defense, he'll be a game-time decision. I recommend sitting him this week, even if he does suit up. Same plan of attack here for Devontae Parker, who's questionable with that hamstring. Limited all week. He's a game-time decision. Again, I don't think he's going to be 100%. If he does play, he's pretty high risk. And I, I anticipate some limited snaps if he does come back. There was a good thing, I guess, coming out of the, um, the practice Friday was that he was doing full speed individual drills. You would rather see a full practice on Friday, but again, that's that's a good thing. Even if he does play, I would I would probably sit him this week. Two wide receivers for the Patriots here, Julian Edelman popping up as questionable with that knee injury, Nikhil Harry with that shoulder injury. They both were limited on Friday. They're pretty thin at wide receiver, so I anticipate the Patriots are playing it safe. It's probably safe to go ahead and start them if you need them. Taking a look at Brandon Cooks here, questionable again with that quad. It was pretty much the same situation last week. He's on track to play, limited throughout the week. If you have to start him, I do feel sorry for you. I don't really see him contributing that much this week, much like last week. So if you have to start him, he should be good to go. Looking at Giants wide receiver Golden Tate next, questionable with a hamstring, who was kind of a surprise out last week for me. Um, Limited through the week here. He's on track to play. I I would say he's probably a deep flex play if you do need him this week. 
And then a couple others for you deep league players. Duke Johnson not looking good for this week. Limited throughout the week, but he's he's not looking too good to play this week. And then if you need him, Zach Pascal, who was full Friday for the Colts. He's trending up, and if you need him for a deep flex play, he should be available. Going to the defensive side of the ball here, questionable players. We'll start off with D Ford for the 49ers. That neck injury, it's up in the air whether he'll play this week. The MRI results haven't been released yet. He was pretty much unproductive last week, but the possibility to beat up on the Jets O-line this week is there. If he's out there, I would feel safe starting him, but definitely monitor his, his status closely tomorrow morning. Jumping over to Avery Williamson for the Jets. Linebacker questionable with a hamstring. He was limited all week, but he's pretty much needed, and Gase likes to do things he shouldn't do. So it's not a surprise if he does go out there and play just because Gase doesn't know what he's doing over there for the Jets. Eagles defensive ends Derek Barnett and Brandon Graham are both on track to play this week. They both were full Friday, so they are expected to play. Derek Barnett had that hamstring injury. There was talks of Brandon Graham with the concussion, but both of them were full Friday, so they are expected to play tomorrow much like last week linebacker Vic Beasley stay away from him until we really know what's going on Justin Houston for the Colts questionable again this week with the calf same situation he didn't practice the last two days which is the same trend we saw last week so he should be good to go this week as well next up again same situation with Khalil Mack linebacker for the Bears who's questionable with that same knee injury limited throughout the week same path as last week so expect him to play again this week Some new news with Robert Quinn here for the Bears with that ankle injury. He's questionable. He was limited mostly this week, but he was full yesterday, so I would expect him to be good to go this week, but maybe temper back your expectations just a little bit just because it's his first game coming off of that injury. Finally, on the list of questionables for defense, linebacker Thomas Davis for the Washington football team. Designated questionable with a calf injury. He was full all week. Expect him to play if you need him. We'll jump into some big-name players this week that are good to go after some potential injury scares earlier in the week. Julio Jones with that hamstring, he'll be good to go. Fire him up. Amari Cooper will be out there after that foot injury. He's good to go. Mike Evans cleared to go with that hamstring. James Conner clear from that knee injury, although it looks like he might be losing some touches to Benny Snell. Monitor that one, but, but from a health standpoint, he should be good to go. Ola B.C. Johnson will be out there for the Vikings. And then Brandon Ayuk making his NFL debut this week. He should be good to go for the 49ers. Looking at our good-to-goes for the defensive side of the ball, Akeem Hicks for the Bears. He had an illness Thursday, missed practice, but he's set to play tomorrow. Josh Allen for the Jaguars, missed Wednesday, was limited Thursday. But he was full Friday, got that good-to-go designation. He'll be out there. Javon Hargrave for the Eagles. He was finally cleared to play. He was full yesterday, so fire him up. Joey Bosa popped up on the injury report during the middle of the week for some reason, but he was full yesterday. He's got no designation. Same thing with J.J. Watt. He was limited with a hip injury this week, but he should be good to go, so fire them up. That's it for the injury report this week. We covered a lot of players for week two coming up here. Hope you enjoyed listening in on some injury news with me. I switched up the Twitter handle a little bit, but you can find me on Twitter at Big3 underscore injury. You can also follow me on my main Twitter if you want, which is in my Big3 injury bio. Go check out some of the other stuff that the Big3 has out. There's tons of great content, so you're sure to come across something you'll like. As always, it's been a blast. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.